when you're walking a property and taking a look, looking at the surroundings, if there were power lines right behind the property, that's not the end of the world, but it is something to take into account when you're pricing it out and looking at it. If you're a residential real estate agent earning $200,000 a year and you want to grow your passive income, this show's for you. Learn the secrets other agents use and hear from experts in our field in order to guide you along your journey to investing in assets like apartment communities so that you can turn your commissions into cash flow. I'm Randall DeCleared. Let's go, baby. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Agents Building Cash Flow. I'm excited to have you here today. I'm going to talk about a deal today and walking a property, actually touring a property and what it looked like. So last week, I got a deal, came across my desk. It was a 75-unit deal and ran some numbers on it. High level, looked like it was kind of close. And so I jumped in the truck and drove over to the property and I wanted to walk it. So this particular property, there were a few things that immediately stuck out and popped into my mind. And so want everyone to understand kind of what I'm looking for in a multifamily property and things that I see. It could translate, I guess, if you're walking single family properties and you're showing houses, it's stuff that sticks out in your mind after you've seen so many of them. So kind of the same idea. So when I walked up to this property, one of the first things I noticed was the parking lot had potholes and it had, it was like unlevel. Okay. So I immediately start keying into, are there foundation problems with the property or is it just the path that the garbage truck drives down every day to pull the dumpsters out of there? So this one, it looked like it was just the garbage truck had been going down and pulling back into the back of the property. So many times those things are so heavy that it was messing up the road. There's nothing wrong with the actual units, but obviously that clues me into the fact that there's going to be some parking lot work that has to be done. And you can see that with a visual eye, but it's one thing that if it were on a different side of the property and there was no large vehicle that constantly traveled down this path, I would wonder if there's foundation issues or settling issues due to the soils in the area, right? So that's one thing that I first keyed in on and looked at. One of the other things I saw is it was a property management office and no one was there. And it looked like it was an old tenant, like an old unit an actual unit. And so when I see that, to me, I wonder on that size deal, if there is a need for an onsite property manager or not, what are they providing to the deal? How much are they charging on the P&L when I'm looking at the trailing 12 statement? And are we able to get rid of that? And what does that do to increase the revenue on the project or the net operating income, what we're ultimately trying to increase? So yeah, looking for things like that. And on a 76 unit, you really should have somebody on site. It would be ideal to have somebody on site. But if no one's there at the time I'm doing a tour, which is midday, that means that a tenant could show up and there's no one there to see them or to take an application or to talk to them. So just little things like that that could clue you into if the property could be performing better than it is or not. We're proud to be sponsored by Ridgeline Investment Group. Ridgeline has a track record of transacting more than $53 million in assets throughout Texas. Ridgeline is currently looking to acquire 100 to 200 unit Class B multifamily communities between 5 and 20 million in San Antonio, Temple, Waco, Tyler, and other Texas secondary markets. To learn more about Ridgeline Investment Group, visit www.ridgelineig.com. And another few things that when you're walking a property and taking a look, I'm looking at the surroundings, right? If on this one, there were power lines right behind the property, just large power lines. And that's not the end of the world. Like there are plenty of properties that I've bought in the past that have power lines running near them or over them or close to them. And it's not the end of the world, but it is something to take into account when you're pricing it out and looking at it. 
just the resale, somebody else coming after I buy it. What are they going to look at? What are they going to see? And so I saw that. And then it was very close proximity to the access road of a highway on a part of town that was somewhat rough. It wasn't an easy in off ramp to get into the property. And so people, the tenants, anybody living there would have to go in a roundabout way to get to the property. So giving directions to somebody would have been a challenge. So just little things like that, that would make it harder to lease the property and potentially make it to where we are going to have to spend more marketing dollars in order to get tenants through the door. So those are high level, some things that I looked at just from the five second drive into the property that I noticed myself getting to the property and you can't find those things or you don't see those things on the OM or the offering memorandum when you first get a, a property sent to you. So driving the property, looking at the property, physically setting eyes on it and going kind of through the experience that a tenant would go through gives you a better idea of what you're buying. So as far as the units went, this property had mostly classic units. And so when you're looking at mostly classic units and there are some remodeled units, obviously you want to take into account if there's a delta between what the remodeled units are getting compared to what the classic unremodeled or non-updated units are getting. And if there's no real big spread there, then we're not updating units or we're going to try to push rents on the updated units. And if they've already been trying to do that, okay, so that's telling us that that business model is not going to work or that business plan is not going to work. So that's things that we start to take into account. Again, once you're on site and you're seeing the remodeled units and seeing what's happening around see if the pricing makes sense or if you're going to be able to push rents. So again, quick high level tips, things that you can look at when you're walking a property. I'm going to expand this list and I'm sure there will be more things that I can add to it, but high level just wanted to get something out so you could actually see this and implement it immediately. If you're out walking properties, taking a look at things. So if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me, Randall at ridgelineig.com. I'm happy to answer any questions you got and speak with you and catch up. And uh, happy investing, happy brokerage. Get some deals. Let's make some passive income. Surprisingly, most of the agents we speak with got into real estate hoping to gain passive income and become work optional. However, only one in five ever start investing. Most are simply too afraid to start. Once you get educated by listening to this show, you'll be able to overcome that fear and become the one in five who are finding financial freedom. Don't miss a single episode. If you want to stay up to date, the best way is to make sure you're subscribed. So if you haven't done that, go ahead and do it now. And we'll catch you on the next episode.